I'm lurking in the shrubbery behind an industrial unit, armed with a clipboard, a pager, and a pair of bulbous night vision goggles that drench the scenery in ghastly emerald tones. The bloody things make me look like a train spotter with a gas mask fetish, and wearing them is giving me a headache. It's humid and drizzling slightly, the kind of penetrating dampness that cuts right through waterproofs and gloves. I've been waiting out here in the bushes for three hours so far, waiting for the last workaholic to turn the lights out and go home, so that I can climb in through a rear window. Why the hell did I ever say yes to Andy? State-sanctioned burglary is a lot less romantic than it sounds, especially on standard time-and-a-half pay. You bastard, Andy. About that application for active service you filed last year, as it happens, we've got a little job on tonight and we're short-staffed. Could you lend a hand? I stamp my feet and blow on my hands. There's no sign of life in the squat concrete and glass block in front of me. It's eleven at night and there are still lights burning in the cubicle hive. Don't these people have a bed to go home to? I push my goggles up and everything goes dark, except for the glow from those bloody windows like fireflies nesting in the empty eye sockets of a skull. There's a sudden sensation, like a swarm of bees throbbing around my bladder. I swear quietly and hike up my waterproof to get at the pager. It's not backlit, so I have to risk a precious flash of torchlight to read it. The text message says, MGR leaving five mins. I don't ask how they know that. I'm just grateful that there's only five more minutes of standing here among the waterlogged trees, trying not to stamp my feet too loudly, wondering what I'm going to say if the local snouts come calling. Five more minutes of hiding round the back of the QA department of Mimetics UK Limited, subsidiary of a multinational based in Menlo Park, California. Then I can do the job and go home. Five more minutes spent hiding in the bushes down on an industrial estate where the white heat of technology keeps the lights burning far into the night, in a place where the nameless horrors don't suck your brains out and throw you to the human resources department unless you show a deficit in the third quarter or forget to make a blood sacrifice before the altar of total quality management. Somewhere in that building, the last late working executive is yawning and reaching for the door remote of his BMW. The cleaners have all gone home. The big servers hum blandly in their air-conditioned womb, nestled close to the service core of the office block. All I have to do is avoid the security guard and I'm home free. A distant motor coughs into life, revs and pulls out of the landscaped car park in a squeal of wet tyres. As it fades into the night, my pager vibrates again. Go, go, go. I edge forward. No motion-triggered security lights flash on. There are no Rottweiler attack dogs, no guards in coal-scuttle helmets. This ain't that kind of movie, and I'm no Arnold Schwarzenegger. Andy told me, if anyone challenges you, smile, stand up straight and show them your warrant card. Then phone me. I'll handle it. Get an old man out of bed to answer a clean-up call or learn you a black mark, but a black mark's better than a cracked skull. Try to remember that Croxley Industrial Estate ain't Novaya Zemla, and getting your head kicked in ain't going to save the world from the forces of evil. I squish through the damp grass and find the designated window. Like the briefing said, it's shut, but not locked. A good tug and the window hinges out towards me. It's inconveniently high up, a good four feet above the concrete gutter. I pull myself up and over the sill, sending a tiny avalanche of discs scuttering across the floor. The room is ghostly green except for the bright hotspots of powered-down monitors and fans blowing air from hot CPU cases. I stumble forward over a desk covered in piles of kipple, 
wondering how in hell the owner is going to fail to notice my great muddy boot print between the obviously confidential documents scattered next to a keyboard and a stone-cold coffee mug. Then I'm on the floor in the QA department, and the clock is ticking. The pager vibrates again. Sit, rep. I pull my mobile out from my breast pocket and dial a three-digit number, then put it back again, just letting them know I've arrived and everything's running smoothly. Typical laundry. They'll actually include the phone bill in the event log to prove I called in on schedule before they file it somewhere secret. Gone are the days of the impromptu black bag job. The offices of Memetics UK Limited are a typical cubicle hell. Anonymous beige fabric partitions dividing up little slices of corporate life. The photocopier hulks like an altar beneath a wall covered with devotional scriptures. The company's code of conduct lists of compulsory employee self-actualization training courses. That sort of thing. I glance around.